Hello, brothers and sisters in Christ. It is currently 2.15 in the morning. And Holy Spirit put it within me to share my testimony with you guys. Share my testimony as to why Jesus Christ is Lord and Savior. And why everyone has to repent and follow him. All right. So I'm going to take this back. I'm going to take this back before I enlisted into the military. My mother had just left me to my two siblings. And I was working two jobs. I just graduated high school in in May 2020. Right as COVID was peaking. And I decided that I was going to enlist into the military, even though the Lord told me. The Lord told me, do not do it. But I was too impatient. I was too impatient for him to deliver me from the situation that I was in. Working two jobs, taking care of my two siblings with no support, no parents. I was alone, frustrated and depressed. And thought the only way that I could escape was by signing the contract and living a monotonous life where I was told what to do, what to wear, what to eat, and where comfort or supposed comfort was being offered. And I took it even though the Lord told me not to. But the Lord has a way of working everything that we do outside of his plan for the best. And let me tell you, that's exactly what he did. In September 2021, I was assaulted and in a way that I will never be able to put into words. And from that moment, a spirit, a part of me died, truly. And and from there, it was a downward spiral. It was hospital admission after hospital admission, medication after medication, therapist after therapist, psychiatrist after psychiatrist, psychologist after psychologist, group therapy, individual therapy. And it just felt like I was living the same day over and over again. Until one Friday, I decided that this was going to be it. This was going to be my last weekend. And so I went out. I went out to Savannah. And I partied. And I drank. And I did countless drugs. I was in the car while somebody else was driving and and, and in the worst and most dangerous situation you could even ever imagine but my soul was so lost depressed and blinded by the devil that I didn't care what the outcome was I didn't care if I went to jail I didn't care if I got hit by another car and died I didn't care if whatever happened while I was out there right and so Friday passes and now it's Saturday and I'm still doing the same thing and all of the Saturday, I, I do the same thing. So from Friday through Saturday through Sunday morning, 
I had been partying my life away. Sunday morning, I get to my barracks room, six o'clock in the morning. I remember I decided that I was gonna overdose. Truly, like this was going to be my last day on earth, last hour on earth. And I remember, I didn't think for more than probably a millisecond before I threw back 20-something pills mixed with all the alcohol and drugs I had been doing the 48 hours prior. And finally, I feel death start to settle in. My vision starts to blur. I start to panic. My heart starts to race at a at a beat that I've never felt. <clears throat> and I remember panicking and thinking I didn't write a suicide letter. I didn't write anything. I didn't call my sister or my brother or my mother or my dad or anybody that I cared about. I didn't call anybody. I didn't let anybody know. But it was too late. I was dying. I didn't have a choice. So I took a seat. I took a seat on this wooden barracks assigned chair. And I could slowly feel my muscle control leave my body. And slowly I felt myself lose my vision and my breath. And I slouched over. I remember my body finally not being able to hold me up anymore. And I and I fell over in, into the chair, into the, the base of the chair. My neck pressed into it. And I remember the last thing that I had made eye contact with, the last thing I had looked at was the Wynn Army Community Hospital Bible given to me, I believe, in my second hospital admission during a suicide attempt but that was the last thing I'd seen as I took my last breath I awoke in hell and immediately my soul recognized it was hell because it was a torment and a fear I'd never felt on earth and listen to me I've been stalked before I've almost been kidnapped I've been abused I've been beaten near death and and I actually died but nothing was scarier nothing felt worse than knowing my soul was in the lake of fire and all I could hear was unintelligible screaming and pain and I could feel burning and I could see my hands disintegrating, but at the same time staying in their form like ash. Immediately I started crying, but I looked in my hands and I had the Bible. That The last thing I saw was in my hand. And I cried out to the Lord. And he told me if I did it again, this is where I would most certainly end up. And in that instant that I cried to the Lord, 
I was out of hell. And although I was only in hell for what I could perceive as maybe a minute, it felt like indescribable because eternity is just that. Two minutes, ten hours, a million years, it doesn't matter. It's all equivalent. And so when I called on the Lord, I was in his presence when I did. I was out of hell with an instant. I was in his presence and I couldn't see. I tried to look down at my hands, but I didn't have hands. I was almost, I was in essence. I was in light. Enlightened. I was in light. And I felt a peace and joy in my heart. It was like, imagine you and your best friend just uncontrollably laughing. That feeling in your heart, that purity of love and joy being shared with someone that you truly care about. It was like that, but so much stronger. And I could physically feel the worry of going to work, the worry of paying this bill, the worry of the world acceptance just dissipate from my mind. Literally, it floated away from me when I was in the presence of the Lord and all I could feel was peace, love, and joy. It was pure ecstasy, pure bliss. And as I'm looking into this light that I, I can't see, I'm being blinded. And I'm trying very hard to make sense of it. I see in the distance, slowly but surely, Jesus' face and then his body and then the cross on his back appear. And I see him walking with the cross, blood, obviously dirty and beaten, but smiling at me. And I look him in his eyes, and for a millisecond, I could feel the pain of loving people that would never love you back, no matter what you did, no matter what you did for them. Miracles, getting beaten, being loved, being loving to them, nothing was ever going to be enough. And for that millisecond that I looked into his eyes, because the eyes are the lamp of the soul, I could see he was pure love because he didn't stop. He didn't stop walking with the cross. And when my eyes locked with his, again, I was, I was in my soul's essence. I wasn't in my body. And so when I looked into his eyes, I was there then in him. And that's why it says the only way to the Father is through the Son. And so my soul literally went into his via eye capturing. And when I looked down, I could see it was his hands. And I could feel his blood dripping down. I don't understand how, how I could feel it because, like I said, my hands... I, I was not human. I was, my hands were not there. My body was not physically there. 
But when I looked down, all I could see was Jesus. Right? And I told you the last breath, the last place where I took my last breath was on that chair. And once I was finally in him and I saw him and I felt the pain that he would had gone through, even if it was only for a millisecond, it was the most excruciating, heart-wrenching, heartbreaking pain I've ever felt in my life. It was heartbreak beyond words. Once I saw that I was in him, I was then transported again. But this time, I was in a warm and comfortable, dark room. I felt like I was in my mother's room again. And I could slowly feel my heart come back to me. I could slowly feel my heart start to pump blood through my body again. I could slowly hear the heartbeat come back. And then slowly but surely I was, I took a breath. And then finally I was awake. I was in my bathroom where a week before I had just seen my psychiatrist and got a stronger dose of sleeping pills. So I'm there, I'm waiting in the lobby and the pharmacist notifies me the system told him to give me Narcan. And he almost didn't. He almost played it off and kept the Narcan, which is a reversal, if you don't know, it's a reversal, opioid reversal. And the, and the sleeping aid that I was given, when mixed with other things, became just that. And so I was in the bathroom where the Narcan had been. with the Narcan next to me, and I, and I can't tell you how, beside the way I just told you, that Jesus himself carried my dead and limp body from the chair into the bathroom. And if you remember that when I told you this, this was Sunday, April 17th, 2022, at 6 o'clock in the morning. By the time I had gotten up and, and, and Jesus gave me life again, it was 10 o'clock at night that very Sunday. I couldn't speak. I went to the hospital, and there's a record of everything. I was admitted to be monitored, and I couldn't speak for three days. And on the third day, a nurse comes up to me and she goes, Did you know Sunday, the day you overdosed? was Resurrection Sunday. And my heart stopped. I, I, I couldn't, I already couldn't fathom what I had just seen, but to know that Good Friday, I had been partying and doing all these things and not giving recognition and not celebrating Jesus. I was not the Christian that I claimed I was. I did not know Jesus the way I do know him now. And for that, for that second chance at life to serve him and to show him that I'm of good character and that I love him and that I will do anything for him, 
My mission is to gather as many of his children back to him as possible. Because the devil has deceived and has this generation so lost. And so if you're listening to this and you've listened this far, thank you. I love you. God loves you. Jesus loves you so much. He wants to know you. He wants to give you peace and love and joy. And there is a treasure in heaven that you can't even imagine if you lay down your life for what you can't see, but you know you feel was there. And I was able to, and God blessed me enough to be able to see Jesus. And so I thank you for listening. I thank you for your time. And I pray the Lord heals your heart. I pray the Lord gives you peace and love and understanding and wisdom and discernment so that you may know the truth and open the basic instruction before leaving earth. Open the Bible before it's too late. I love you very much. God loves you so, so much. And Jesus loves you so, so much.